Welcome, I'm Sabine from Tower Wisdom, your podcast for soul growth and healing. You are a truly magnificent being and I'm bringing to you knowledge and insight from different healing modalities to help you to be a powerful, light-filled creator of your life. Welcome to a new episode and today we are having a lot of fun <laughs> because we are talking about sex. Yes, sex <laughs> and more specifically really about lovemaking and soul union because sex is a spiritual practice, can be used as a spiritual practice and it's in its highest form a beautiful union of souls. And um, usually, then I um, I usually don't plan my podcasts. I just get downloads from um, I don't know from my higher self, from the higher realms, and then um, I just I don't look much things up because uh, I trust my soul that it has lived enough incarnations and in higher dimensional places to know what's talking about. So I just record it. Now, though, when I got <laughs> when I got this download, I was like. I kind of had a sit down with my soul. I was like, really? Like, really? Because um, I'm a super private person. I don't even post anything private on my social media. Even my private social media account, <laughs> I, I don't post anything because I'm thinking, well, you know, my friends have my phone number. If they want to know what I'm up to, they can call me or send me a voice message. But... Um, but yeah, so my soul <laughs> was like, no, you're going to talk about this. And I was like, why? Why am I talking about this? And they were like, yeah, just remember, you know, remember the tattoo you got, remember why you're here for and that you um, that you have this kind of young uh, spirit, like, no, young childish um, spirit in a way that you can bring all kind of topics in a joyful manner to people and to... Um, give them knowledge from the higher realms in a joyful manner. So, okay, <laughs> let's have fun about this. And this is going to be a very packed podcast. We're going to talk about a variety of different topics. It's, there's going to be some serious things and there's going to be some a lot of lighthearted things. So let's talk about what is actually in its highest spiritual form. What is sex? So sex is really, it's a sacred sacred union of two souls who love each other and it happens under free will and energetically it it looks so beautiful energetic like it looks like um if you have like two snakes or two strands of an a dna of the dna you know they start to intertwine and it just um it's beautiful and it happens like this kind of soul union it happens everywhere in the galactic but you are lucky that's i'm telling you this every single podcast you are lucky you are on this planet you are in a physical body because you feel that like you're not necessarily going to see it like how i see it you know energetically but you feel it and 
what happens when you go away from just like an acrobatic exercise <laughs> of having sex and you go to lovemaking. You, I mean, you have the um, all the physical symptoms of like an orgasm or multiple, like, you know, all your cells like rippling with this explosive wave-like energy, but you also have a deep, deep heart opening and a heart to heart, like a heart field, a heart energetic heart field is um, incredibly powerful within our energetic body. And that heart field, you know, that open that merges with the other person. And it's just like, you know, all physical layers will fall away from the other person. It's like, you know, their looks, their their being even like the moments you've just been maybe annoyed with them in the morning because they didn't take out the trash or whatever, you know, this all is falling away and you you see from your heart the soul of the other person and the soul is always just so, souls are just so beautiful, so beautiful and the energy is so beautiful. So you will feel that, you will feel that in the, your heart and the other person will feel it in their heart and it's just... It's just so beautiful. It's just like the most magical thing that can happen, you know, to have such a deep, deep connection and a deep loving connection, a deep, deep loving connection. And it's for both of you, you know, it's so much giving, but it's also so much receiving. And it's just beautiful. And you will because you're in a physical body, you will feel all of that and you will feel it in your cells, in your skin, in your body, in your heart, in everywhere, you know, like it's just amazing. <laughs> it's just amazing. And I think, of course, sex is one of the most amazing things you can do with this physical body on this planet. I mean, if you found something else or better, you can just post in the comments. But, you know, my opinion, like this is, yeah some of the highest forms you know like so it is um yeah it is beautiful and especially if you really start to do love you know to go away from just having sex but really do love and feel that kind of union between you and the other person and just at the beginning this is not about um male and females coming together this happens like despite of gender so i'm talking this podcast is for um, any kind of relationship it's for same gender you know it's for anything because we even though when I later on refer to male and female like we all carry a female female and male energies within us and that kind of union that happens the union of male and female energy it doesn't matter which sort of sex you um, associate with on the outside because we carry both energies anyway and also in same sex relationships and uh, same sex sort of um, intercourse you know it's it's the same right it's the same merging happening so it really it doesn't matter <laughs> before me doing it uh, yeah it doesn't matter you know so this merging is just very universal now let's go to our agenda because I say it a it's a sacred union so we're going to talk uh, a little bit about the um, um the conditioning we all have around sex in general by um, all kind of by religion by all kind of things then it's uh, about two people who love each other so we're going to talk about the different types of relationships you're engaging in karmic soul unions all kind of things and it's under free will 
So we're going to talk about the free will part and that is the part I'm going to start with because it's the most heavy part. And then we're going to go to um, everything about conditioning <laughs> and beauty and body image and there's going to be some Chinese medicine uh, knowledge in it because I'm also an acupuncturist, a Chinese medicine professional, so there's going to be some information about this. And the last part is really about the soul union. I'm going to talk to you about this concept of twin flame within, which is actually from Chinese uh, medicine, which is different than the twin flame, uh, sort of spiritual twin flame concept. Now, let's get into it. So the first thing is... Um, a soul union happens under free will. Oh yeah, before we actually... Now, because I said it's a spiritual practice, you can... And there's a lot of... Actually, there's a lot of energy. If you really see sex as like um, lovemaking as a spiritual practice, you'll realize there's a lot of energy that's being released. And that energy is also creative energy, so it can be used in different ways. But then there are higher spiritual practices where you really cultivate that energy and then use it back to really charge up your own energetic body and to really um, work on your own vibration in a way. Now, we're not going to talk about any of these practices because what I'm telling you now is really it's the basics you need to have down sort of before you can... Uh, take this a step further. We're really talking about what is, uh, what was sex meant to be, really, in a higher evolved consciousness civilization. What is this practice? What is this soul union? You know, and how can we, from where we are right now on this planet, how can we go there? So let's go and talk about the first part. It is a union under free will. And that is very important. It's very important. And that is where just a lot of trauma comes into play on our planet here because we know that this uh, concept of free will, sexual intercourse under free will, both sides, has been uh, violated um, tremendously, tremendously in the past and has caused a lot of suffering and... Um, if, if that is part of your history, your journey, my, my really my deepest um, compassion goes out to you because there is, um, yeah, from a spiritual standpoint, I think there is almost no words to say to that because this is such an important law that's being violated on our planet and um, yeah, and it's caused so much suffering and the thing is that um, there's a couple of um, it's the injuries to the soul that we have uh, uh, that we constantly encounter on our planet like for instance uh, physical violence shaming and I see and when I look at the soul energetically I always look like okay like physical violence um, and shaming these kind of things, they really impact, they impact a lot the chakras and um, always all kind of intense emotions impact the heart first and foremost. But they also impact a lot the lower chakras, like your sense of safety is impacted a lot. They also impact in part the solar plexus, if it's about like shaming, like your sense of being worth. 
your who you are you know being worthy these kind of things um but i feel that we have done there's a lot of um knowledge out there how to heal that because um what can happen of course with that kind of physical violence is that uh, there is this karmic um wheel that goes on and on because if you if you imagine like um like imagine your child and you're being hit and you feel you feel powerless you feel powerless because you are a child and it might cause you a lot of fear but it might also cause you a lot of anger and if later on you cannot work through that anger you might take this into another lifetime and then you might in that new lifetime you might just have these crazy anger outbursts and rages and you don't even understand where is this anger coming from you know, but I feel that uh, through the different healing modalities we have, there is people make have made tremendous strikes to actually start healing this, even here in the incarnations on this planet. And uh, you see people all the time breaking this karmic wheel. And we will see, I mean, um, that this is gonna like the kind of the physical violence and how we talk to each other, because not just physical, it's also, um, how do you call this, like, it's not mental abuse but maybe that's what i mean like but it's not just physical you know it's also like things we say to each other and things like that like um that we gonna make huge strikes in transforming that and of course right now if you look at our planet you are like what's she talking about <laughs> like we have oh my god we have so many wars we have just um doesn't mind pity right now especially like shit is hitting the fan literally like it's craziness on this planet um yes yes and especially also because a lot of darkness comes to light a lot of things that we haven't even looked at that we thought were okay you know like child abuse like um regarding different races differently like uh slavery all these things they have to come to light right to be transformed and for even to people to start thinking about you know how we want to go forward with this and so right now it looks bad but believe me on an energetic level this planet our solar system actually is already on four dimensions is already on 4d so energetically there is already so much more a heart opening energy here and it's just that everything physically, everything physically takes time. It takes time for change to arrive in the more physical world. And it takes time even to bring all of this up and to uh, go through change. And it's the same like, you know, when you get sick, like um, sickness is already in your energetic body. But until it manifests in the physical body, it takes time. And then, of course, it's much harder to treat. That's why in Chinese medicine, we always like prevention is so key. Because as long as something is in your energetic body, it takes like, it's so easy to bring it back into balance. It takes a couple of minutes a day. It takes very some very simple exercises. It might just take like an Reiki or acupuncture, regular tune-up sort of thing, you know, or any kind of other energy healing modalities. But it's easy. Is it easy once it's in the physical body it's difficult um so the same with our uh, planet right so even if energetically we are already in a higher vibration until that sees done physically and until people really start to actually do the healing work 
themselves you know because everybody has to do a lot of healing work to start to act differently treat themselves differently first is always self-love and we're going to talk about self-love in uh, in a little bit so it starts it takes time but i believe in the next generations we will make great great strikes when it comes to physical violence now sexual violence is i feel the impact is even so much stronger on the soul than just physical violence it's just it's almost it's like a soul shattering when that happens to you and imagine your your soul is this beautiful vase of glass and then it just breaks and it just shatters in thousands of pieces that is how deep physical uh, sexual violence goes and that is why so many people really they uh, put this experience totally in the unconscious because it's so hard to look at it and it impacts them it impacts especially their sense of worthiness their sense of being allowed to be uh, it impacts them so strongly and what i want to say is that um from a healing perspective because that if you want to really enjoy sexual intercourse fully and really feel that love making and that soul union if sexual violence is part of your history this needs to heal you know because you need to like uh, the kind of the sacred union that is like the sort of ideal spiritual practice of sex is based on the feeling that both feel safe both feel 100% safe and safety if you had any kind of sexual abuse the feeling of safety is really impaired so this is something that needs healing and i but i can totally totally understand if this is so hard to look at if this is so hard to even touch because it is <laughs> it is and the other i'm going to say is there are healing modalities out there where you don't have to talk you also don't have to be touched because i can imagine being touched is difficult there are for instance like distance reiki treatments or other energy healing modalities you know you don't have to tell your story nobody has to touch you somebody can just send you loving and healing energy and you, the energy will just do its work you know there's also for instance healing through art and healing through creative expression again you know you don't have to write about it you don't have to speak about it but you can put feelings into paintings into music into whatever you know and work that way and another thing i wanted to tell you is that even though this uh, shattering of the soul is so impactful your soul will be healed it will be healed if not on this planet it will be in between incarnations so I've seen this once in a meditation. There are these healing temples uh, where souls go to, um, and I think it's in routine incarnations. I also think in the past and on other planets is actually you can go there while you are living somewhere. Like they have this, um, just the, the awareness of these healing temples, and they have the technology as well to simply travel there um, from a soul perspective, but. In these healing temples, it's um, your soul basically gets um, it gets kind of like a reset, you know, and it's it it is so amazing. Like it's um, 
there the healers there they I mean they literally they sing there is a lot of um, sound healing there's also they channel energy there's a lot of energy work there is uh, work with light also because light is energy but you will feel the energy there it feels as if you're bathing in pure um, unconditional love it it is really it feels so amazing and um, for something so such a deep wound a wound that has happened to you you will get healing there your soul will be entirely energetically entirely restored entirely restored and especially um, if you were meant to come back uh, for another incarnation on planet earth because um, this is a bit off topic but <laughs> so the energies that are incarnating right now on the planet have already changed because the planet is already or our solar system is already um, on a 4D level there's only certain energies that can right now incarnate so and there's also that means that um, you cannot with so much karma incarnate anymore here because um, the planet is just going to go into a higher conscious level right and um, some so some of the experiences in the, uh, in the future some of the more negative experiences are not going to happen here anymore and um, I speak about this I have a podcast out there called the new children and I speak in this podcast in detail about the energy system of a lot of the children born after 2000 and if you have children I highly recommend to you to listen to this is my so guides they said to me this is one of the most important one of my most important podcasts and in this podcast I explain that um, a lot of these I mean this is even young adults born after 2020 right they have super sensitive energy systems that are very light filled and they are uh, because they're so sensitive we have of these children that you actually see they are super sensitive right to food to clothing to um, overstimulation they might struggle in traditional academic settings either being um, super intelligent or also just other learning disabilities all the lexus dyslexia all these things they might struggle with um, attention deficit disorders they might um, have just a lot of allergies to food to other things they might struggle at times with depression and anxiety and that is because their energetic system is so sensitive so sensitive that they just feel everything and take in everything and um, it's also um, for them very hard actually when they first came down here to come into this very because their energy system is basically prepared for where we are going to we are all will become much more or we will become much more aware of our own sensitivity and uh, this sensitive system can also hold much more light so there is so much more potential for different solutions these children really will drive to changes in the future they will um, think differently you know about many many things how institutions are run how our finances are run how what kind of political systems we have all of this you know because they will consider of course more earth consider more like living um peacefully with others etc etc but it's very hard for them to adjust when they first come down and especially right now the times are not easy 
Um, so they go through many struggles also and many of them really shut themselves down but they are just dormant you know they they have all their gifts they have this amazing energy system that can hold so much light um, but I give in that podcast I give a lot of tips also um, how as a parent how you can some just understand it and how you can also help them and deal with it in a maybe easier way because even even if you're an empath, like I am a total empath, I have a very sensitive energy system, but even that is not something compared to some of the kids that are being born now. And the other day I looked at a baby and the mother was saying, oh, it's like kind of like a fussy baby, you know, but the soul of that baby, I was looking at, I was like, oh my God, like, oh my God, so beautiful, so beautiful. Like really it's kind of old souls, you know, a lot of, I mean, we have luckily and um, thanks, we have so many star seeds who already came and um, well, also older now who paved the way. But these new children, there is there are so many star seeds among them, so many also. So it's exciting times. <laughs> it's exciting times, and they will also bring forward a lot of very advanced healing for this. What I said for because this kind of sexual violence, the physical violence that is also in the it's within people right it's they have to heal themselves from it but it's also um within the fabric the energetic fabric of the earth that's why many people are very much engaged with land healing and with various like very amazing things they do in the background that nobody knows um where they are really uh looking after the fabric of the earth of nature where they help with healing water all kind of things so beautifully beautifully <laughs> now that was the hardest section on um, sexual violence now free will most important second thing was two souls sacred union coming together in love <laughs> now i'm not talking about one night stands here but of course if you maybe hit it off with uh, some sort of twin flame. Okay, that's a different thing maybe, but you know, generally I'm talking about two people being in love. And um, let's start with, before we go into the kind of different relationships we have, no, actually let's start with the relationships. Because yeah, in love is not always an easy, um, it's not always that's not always an easy term actually because we engage in all kind of relationships while we're here on the planet and when you listen to my podcast about destiny and karma i said that many people we meet we meet them on purpose because um we either work through sort of karma through um like energetic patterns energetic relationships we have to uh, with them from previous lives or we are kind of like from the same soul family so we help each other to grow and to be really on our path and that comes down also to our romantic relationships so we have these first of all we have these karmic relationships we are in the relationship we are working through we are actually know each other from previous lives and we are working through um some sort of dynamic let's say i don't know we have to learn something usually in these relationships and that might be very different. We might have to learn to um, 
love someone or we might have to learn to be loved we might have to learn to forgive that's a big big thing we might have to learn to forgive someone so maybe that person in a previous life has left you or something like that and in this life we might have to forgive them now karmic relationships are generally not always easy <laughs> there is a lot of we get triggered a lot in these relationships um because because we have meant to grow as a soul and because we meant to transform something that's why it is also so important especially for karmic relationships that you uh, can go from just like um, sex to really connecting with that person really feeling that soul union because it doesn't actually matter if you are with your twin flame or if you're in a karmic relationship soul union can happen in all of that and it's especially important for karmic relationships because they are so intense and you feel disconnected at times where you just fight um, or you don't fight you don't really talk with each other <laughs> and it's just silence um, but there is underlining you know like <laughs> there is some uh, tension going on it is so important then to connect to each other again and to feel that and have all these layers and all the frustrations about your partner fall away and just feel feel the love and i have this friend <laughs> she sometimes tells me like you know oh, i had so many fights with my husband it's time like that we have some good sex again and yes 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 that is like very important in comic relationships and um that you as long as there's still love you know of course karmic relationships can be also very painful and it might be for you to learn to actually quit that relationship because if there's any kind of abuse right there is no more love really or love is kind of totally i don't know distorted but it's yeah it might be for you to quit that relationship but i what i'm talking about is is like you're in a relationship and there is some you have some deep love for the person but there's still things you have to work through with the person you know there's, there's many relationships we have <laughs> it's still some other maybe you just have to learn for instance to love yourself or it can be all kind of things or set boundaries or i don't know trust yourself or all it can be so many different themes but you know the foundation is very that there is still love and in these comic relationships sometimes of course um you see like they are also like messy separations but um it doesn't like sometimes people because they haven't really worked through the theme they work even after they're separated like they are still so much in each other's life and there might be children involved and they still have to work through things uh sometimes people are really like they feel their contract because it's a soul contract in a karmic relationship they feel okay that soul contract is finished and we might just be friends at this moment but we don't really have any sort of sexual attraction we don't really have that um yeah that, like <laughs> that kind of spark for each other you know and then that's yeah that's totally okay because it it's just a soul contract it's finishing you know it's done and you can separate in love in a way that like you know you have respect you have um you're grateful for the person you know but you move on because you are not really in sparky love anymore <laughs> you're just the contract is finished you work through your things but especially for the cases where there's kind of some let's say your contract isn't finished but you have to separate because it's just not 
is not healthy, it's not safe anymore, it's whatever, you know, it's like, yeah, it's better to work through that contract while you're separate. Um, if you had before moments where you really feel connected, you know, like in this kind of soul union sex ha happening, then it will help you later on to basically just forgive the person for whatever else happened and to be able to close that contract or to solve it even if you're not together anymore. So <laughs> karmic relationships. Now then there is um, you're coming together with someone from your soul family like kind of some people name it like soulmate. Now this is like and I have a podcast out as well I'm going to link them all the one about kids the one uh, now about soul, um, soul contracts and soul family but in so it's sort of kind of a soul family um, thing is that you, um, your souls spend many, many lifetimes together. You might even come from the same planets, original planets. And it's like, you know, all souls have this song. It's like they, um, it's like your DNA, you know, it just describes who you are. And a snippet of that song is the same as that person because you might have spent a lot of time, you might be from the same planet. And the song of the planet imprinted on yours and on theirs. And it's just, you basically, the person will feel so familiar. Feel so familiar. And sometimes the, the falling in love can be like so, boom. <laughs> so instance, you just meet that person and you are in love and crazy love for that person. And then the heartbreak, like if you have to separate, it can be so terrible. It can be so deep and terrible and so painful because... It can take you years. It can take you years to do for that because um, because of this familiarity with the person, but even like soul family, it's not always meant to last. You know, I mean, soul contracts. Uh, I think uh, you know if that's uh, resolved, then yeah, there is no reason anymore to be together. Actually, unless you somehow change the energy patterns and and work something uh, sparky, <laughs> amazing out else. I don't know. But with soul family, it's sometimes, you know, that uh, they just, they bring you onto your path in a way. They might bring you to a place. So sometimes you fall in love with someone who is from a certain place. And maybe like places hold a lot of um, tasks for us too. There's like a lot of maybe uh, do you meet other people in that place you know there is just you as a soul you know you need to grow in a specific place and maybe that because there is such a remembering of like oh you know that person this is so strong the love is so strong the instant love that that person might bring you to that place but then you break up you know it's not meant to last because you're meant to actually meet someone else in the place maybe like a karmic relationship that you have to work through in order to grow but the initial, you know, um, the soul family is like, it's strong. And then the fallout, the heartbreak is terrible, <laughs> terrible. Because you kind of don't want to lose that. Um, yeah, that feeling of feeling just so connected, you know. It's like first time you talk, you're like, oh, I've, I've known you before. I've talked to you, you know, I don't know, I've talked to you before, but I haven't really. So yeah, this is soul uh, family and the thing with soul family is that even because there's there's this underlining concept of love between soul family members is that even when you break up and the heartbreak is terrible 
terrible, <laughs> um, that still somehow you have this, there's still somehow a connection. Like you, you have underlining once you processed and you gotten over it and you got none of life, um, you feel that this um, appreciation, almost like an appreciation for the person that doesn't go away you know, because they are connected to you. And then there is um, the twin flame, same soul split into um, like the female male energy. Doesn't mean though, this has to be a man and a, and a woman, you know, can be also two same sex. It's just like the, the concept of that energy, like two souls, same soul split. So that person is like, just super. It's like you, it's like you and another person just, of course with its own facets because what happens is usually then that person goes through um goes through its own development and through many many lifetimes you're separated and you go through your own development and you're really asked to complete yourself and that's actually something i need to talk about is that in so many of our relationships we look for completion i think there is this I don't know, I, as, a, as a human, maybe you have this thing that you are incomplete. Maybe it comes from you you losing, like when you incarnate, you lose all the memory of your soul and you just feel incomplete and you always look that someone else is going to complete you. You know, you need that partner and or that person in your life and then everything will be rosy. And I mean, you know, all these movies, you know, like when the prince comes on the right horse and takes the girl that was living before in poverty or something away and picks up to her his <laughs> castle and they live happy ever after like i love i'm a total sucker for these kind of movies <laughs> because i love romance but 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 you know like and i kind of i think we all have a yearning for this we all have a yearning this idea that someone else makes us complete but no one ever on the outside no one ever on the outside can make us complete and it is very important to know when you want to even feel so you're with someone else in sex is that to not have the expectation that anyone else outside makes you complete. No, it's yourself. It's within you. That's why I'm going to talk about the twin flame within also that concept. But, but it's within you, you know, it's within you that you um, will become complete you know, and you feel complete. And that's why you're going through all these um, life lessons because you are discovering parts of yourself. You're discovering your shadow sides. You're discovering your beautiful sides, your gifts, but all of it together will make you complete. And it's the same with that twin soul com um, concept. It's like these two souls, they develop individually, but they develop in a way that at some point they develop all aspects of themselves until they really feel complete and then they unite you know they can also unite before but then usually it might be messy <laughs> but then they unite it's like it's it's important to not always wait for the person on the right horse the prince on the right horse no but to go within you know and trying to find that feeling of being complete within and then to enjoy no matter if you're in a karmic relationship if you are um with soul family or even twin flame you know doesn't matter you can enjoy the sex the soul union the love making you know you can just enjoy it with all of these people you know because completeness comes from food 
So this is to the relationships. Now let's talk about two people coming together on love. So we talked about the relationships, but that also means you love yourself. And now let's talk about conditioning because we have a tremendous amount of conditioning around what is sex, what is allowed, you know, what are you allowed to do, how you're even allowed to just talk about it, you know, go about it, like how you're allowed to do it, like, oh my God, there's so much conditioning, it's crazy and this is something you need to work on because in order to feel really safe and free, you know, in this sort of soul union you need to work on your idea of um, or the conditioning you've gotten through religion. There's a tremendous amount of conditioning through religion and especially using shame and guilt. And shame is like one of the, uh, it's just like one of the most limiting and damaging um, emotions that there is to feel shame for something and that's something you really you really have to work on is to not feel shame for um, what you're doing you know and to yeah to um, to feel much more free and be allowed to even discover different things and it comes back also to discovering knowing yourself discovering your own body you know knowing what you like what you don't like then being comfortable in your own body there is so much conditioning we have around beauty and body image and it's incredible like it's really incredible even like you know being comfortable to walk around naked like in front of your partner Maybe also in front of your kids, but especially in front of your partner, being naked, you know, having sex in the daylight. <laughs> there were like all these things, I mean, that seem like just very normal because it's actually, you know, like soul making, love making is something just very natural. And um, in order to let really, to open your heart, you know, you need to feel like really in tune with yourself and feel really safe and just accepting yourself and I can tell you that's a, that's a lifelong practice to be okay with your body image to um, feel you're allowed to do whatever you want to do <laughs> you know to uh, feel allowed uh, yeah I mean uh, to do how often you want to do like all these things you know to um, to express yourself you know to speak however you want about it and especially for women it's um we have so a long way to come so i went to this art gallery in panama city and it's from uh jose i hope i say this correct <laughs> jose luis colina and he's an artist from cuba but he lives in uh, panama now this artist he has really a way of showing women and he had this painting and it was a woman who was on um like a like a stone podest you know like the ones you have in Greece from the temples and she was she was naked and she was just so she was owning her beauty and being naked she was just like she was so she was like uh, resembling so much passion and beauty and just female power and then next to her, a little bit lower, was another woman sitting who was totally covered. 
enclosed like had a head on like um up to like you could only see her hands and part of her face and i think she had maybe even had a necklace uh, of her cross from church which isn't a negative thing but right it kind of resembled but she resembled someone maybe from the i don't know 16 1700 something like that like basically a time i mean women have been suppressed for so so long time and female energy also and but this image just showed me like how you know how we are coming as women from this being so suppressed being so, so suppressed being not allowed to dress how uh, dress how we want to say what we want to work to work even to work to have a profession to uh, work in whatever profession we want to be independent to own our female power to be female even nowadays you know and that's the thing I mean we come a long way but we really have to also as a women and with the female energy find a balance again and we come a long way but sometimes we also go so overboard where we feel like okay we have to become very male again and where you see this a lot with women who are in politics or in big corporations like that they are acting a lot like men because a woman in power is still be seen kind of like she needs to be like a man while i really love it when women are more self-employed because they have more freedom when they have their own companies you can see much more the female energy coming through them and also um showing how a female leader would be and how women would be but there is so much balance we found also in the way we dress right and in, in um how we live our own sexuality and how we talk about it and there is a lot also to be said about us being safe because the male energy, I mean, on this planet right now, right, um, there is still a lot of uh, physical and sexual violence. And um, as women, we really have to um, own our own body and own our own safety. And... Um, sometimes we came such a long way you know but sometimes it's like the question for instance if you if you dress all sexy which is beautiful sometimes and can look beautiful but let's say you go out and you get all drunk you know then comes in the the question like are you owning your own safety because uh, we know that the male energy is nowhere there where it's in balance and um, we know that it's often not safe for women, right? So then being intoxicated and not being able to um, defend yourself or make sensible decisions, you know, can you then expect that every woman, man treats you uh, respectfully? And I'm not excusing men here in any way, but I do believe that as women, we do need to regard our own bodies as sacred and we do then therefore need to own up to our responsibility to um, keep ourselves safe and um, to put up boundaries and um, to um, decide who am I sharing this body with, you know, and how far do I allow men or other partners, whatever, to go. So if you think about that, um lovemaking soul union is a sacred practice that also means our bodies i mean life firstly is sacred but then also means your body is sacred 
and you are the one who owns it and who decides um, who you share this body with and how much of this body you show and how you talk about sex and how um, how you talk with your partner like you basically own it and really it comes back to really honoring and loving yourself and healing those parts in yourself that don't love yourself and that don't honor yourself and that feel shame and guilt about certain things and like the, um, people always talk about these big fears that we all have universal fears and one of it is the fear of death the other one is the fear of aging and the fear of aging of course plays into our body image um, and how comfortable we feel um, the other one I think is actually there is also of course a fear of loneliness I, I think that's actually that's really <laughs> that should be together with the two other universal fears because I think the fear of loneliness is driving a lot of um, our decisions and humans are not really meant to be alone you know and we live very much in western society we live very isolated and um, there's of course also a fear that when we are older we will be alone so this all plays into like how you behave and what kind of decisions you make in your own relationships and then of course also how um, you go about your romantic intercourse you know so that, yeah these are topics to <laughs> to consider and to work on now let's talk about let's go a bit back from conditioning and guilt so just leave it there it's really something you need to work with what is your conditioning regarding sex because it is supposed to be fun <laughs> it is supposed to be like feel good you know it's usually supposed to be feel free you're supposed to um, feel loved of course also it's a union in love you know you yeah um, it's supposed to be light and of course you know it's not not every sex especially if you're in a long-term partnership not every sex is gonna be this amazing love union where you just feel it from your heart um, where you just have crazy orgasm where you just like enjoy it all and it just you connect on such a deep level no <laughs> you know it's not every time I mean is every day like a great day no <laughs> Some days are not great days. So it's also about expectations, right? It's about like, yeah, you know, life is life. <laughs> life is life. But I'm going to actually, wait, I'm looking at my um, notes. Oh, yeah, because I'm going to talk a little bit later about how it's actually important. It's important, of course, to be in the moment. Because, of course, I can tell you, like, I mean, if you know that yourself, right? If you think about the shopping list... <laughs> Why you uh, have intercourse? I mean, duh, how amazing can that be? <laughs> and how much connection can you feel then? No, of course, there is a thing to be said for being really present. Being present, being in the moment, going slow. But let's talk about this in a second. Let's put in some uh, Chinese medicine wisdom first. Um, one is, um, and that's a quick advice, like um, sex during period in Chinese medicine, we never advise that because of the 
energetics of the energy flow because you know um, during period you have a strong energy flows going downwards and when you have intercourse and especially like with the semen boom energy flow going upwards and um, it's just like it's impeding the natural flow in that time so we don't advise it there is something to be really said about having a natural cycle a natural period cycle about contraception because of course when we talk about sex not every uh, soul unit is meant to give you children the no <laughs> No, I mean, life is also sacred and making life is sacred. But the thing is, though, about like spiritual sex, it's really about feeling that union between you, just feeling it from your heart. And there's a lot of energy released and a lot of energy is creative energy. So it is just uh, a way also for us to, it is a, a way to vent energy and emotions because you will feel right when you have, like sometimes there's this build up, right? of like friction between you but then when you really connect you know when you do all this love making when you have great foreplay all these things for going slow that we're going to talk about a little bit later but uh and you feel you, you just feel this connection like there is a lot of release of pent up emotions and and there is uh, a lot of also creative energy that comes free that the place of like sexual energy and creative energy is the same it's the same origin lower jaw is the same sort of energy and <laughs> sometimes i'm thinking about like these great artists you know and you, they always talk about their rock and roll lifestyle uh did they have so much sex and i'm like yeah is it due to like rock and roll lifestyle <laughs> is it due to them just having so much creative energy and like does it feed vice versa so so no this is a practice right that um you can do as much as you want you know like this is not just to have children no no uh, but uh, and do as much as you want there's also opinions about this and uh, especially for men in Chinese medicine but I always think like um, I don't know I think you need to go with your own flow right like when um, when it comes to how you're going to do it how much like I think I don't know I'm not a big rule like I don't have anything for rules because I think everybody's different and everybody can judge themselves perfectly well what feels good for them and what doesn't and what they need and what they don't need. So yeah, I don't think about much rules about that. But um, there's something to say about contraception. So um, the pill, because it often interferes with um, a natural cycle, from a Chinese medicine perspective, it isn't an ideal form of contraception but that being said I mean uh, there's all kind of different reasons why why one should choose for the pill and a lot of women also do so because they might have um, issues with their period they might have irregular periods they might have um, heavy periods they might have PMS problems but in that case you know if that's the case for you the I can highly recommend to you see like a um, Chinese medicine practitioner because I really feel like this is one of the prime areas like fertility um, yeah fertility women's health issue issues is one of the prime areas of Chinese medicine where you can just with treatments especially acupuncture together with herbs and if you don't like acupuncture just herbs where you can get treated you know without side effects 
and where you have lasting results because Chinese medicine just understands energetically really what is happening um, in a female's body. Yes, and there is a lot to be said for having a natural cycle and to not interfere uh, to not interfere with that natural rhythm, because that is really um, your cycle is like um, your period is a release is a release of toxins, just like physical but also mental emotional. So when um, we always say like the menstrual cycle is made up of. Um, or the menstrual blood is made up of uh, some sort of jing, we call that Chinese medicine, jing is like um, essence, it's like sort of almost like DNA, and then it's liver blood. And the liver, even in Western medicine, has a lot to do with uh, cleansing the body. And that um, cleansing is important, and that cleansing is also it's not just like physical toxins but it's also really emotional cleansing it's like all the heat because um, emotions that are um, st stored in the body which we often do right we often just shove emotions inside <laughs> and they actually they cause great great damage when we just suppress them inside it is much more natural to release emotions they actually they need to be released it's just that none of us really in society has learned how to do this like in some sort of um i don't know how, uh, um in some sort of natural way so a lot of us are being told to just put everything inside and energetically that is definitely not great but um it can cause kind of like um heat and that kind of but that kind of heat is released during a natural cycle during is released in having a period and that's why also uh, why women in menopause um, they have like they can get hot flashes and things like that right because it's it's that kind of emotional heat that's not being released any longer with the period that doesn't mean though that <laughs> um, these women don't have other means of releasing that emotional heat usually when you go into menopause you are actually coming into the middle phase of life because you're older and you're wiser so you have actually um, developed a lot of mechanism to release emotions and you are less fast about things right you're, you're usually i mean because you're older you have a more standing in life you get less uh, ideally you get less fast about stuff but that's also why this why it's very beneficial for women in menopause to um do any kind of meditation, yoga, this even hormonal yoga, but things that help them to mindfulness also, things that help them to deal with the emotions that are no longer released with the period. Now, so much to female health issues. <laughs> and now let's move on to the fun part. Let's move on to the how you go from sex to lovemaking to soul union. You know, you have this in Chinese medicine, we have this concept of the twin flames within. And uh, the twin flames within is when you ignite the fire in your reproductive area. So that is in the kidney, but the kidney is related to the reproductive organs in Chinese medicine. So you ignite that fire, right? That is like the fire of lust. That is the fire of, um, of orgasm. That is like what you really feel you know when you enjoy like you you ignite that fire and that is also the fire of creativity that's why 
like um, like the spiritual practice of sex brings up so much creative energy you know so much creative energy that because you ignite that fire down there and then what you do you not just ignite that fire you also ignite the fire in your heart and then the two sort of that is the twin flames of it and then the two fires work together and the fire in the heart that is the true heart opening that is when you start to not just feel like the physical orgasm the uh yeah you know like this ripple this excitement this you know you start feel you feel the connection the opening of your heart to the heart of the other person you feel this deep deep soul connection where nothing else matters but it's just you see that soul for the beauty it is you see the other person for the beauty they are and sometimes the easiest way you know we say the eyes are the um, entrance to the soul and that is something when you look someone deep in the eyes and especially in those moments you know in intercourse and you look deep into the eye of the person you're just like wow you know you are going into the depth of them and you just feel such a beauty and there is really um it's really a moment or an opening where is you you give a lot like you open your heart but also you receive so much you know you receive that heart feel heart feel merging and that um that fire within you and you know your other partner doesn't have to follow some kind of spiritual practices i always say i mean to me spirituality is anyway it's living authentically you know it's living your soul parts authentically you know and um you don't have to have the same opinions you know this can be a comic relationship whatever but the, the thing is like once you really try to make a connection also from your heart the heart of the other person will open as long as as i said there's two people in love as long as there's some love and some attraction <laughs> let's not forget you need some physical attraction right <laughs> so if there's some attraction and love for each other you know that the other person will just feel by you opening your heart and having that fire in your heart the other person will feel that and will feel also that it just um it feels so much deeper and i think what is really important for this to happen for you to even be able to fully like open that fire in your heart is because the fire of lust like sometimes i think wow men are on so boom <laughs> so quick often like they are they are they are they are one flame the trim the last the sexual organ uh flame is like on boom and um for women it, that can take longer you know and there is a lot to be said to because to really go from just last into deep connection there's a lot to be said for being present going slow and doing all these like what we call foreplay things you know like touching kissing you know like all of that you know because then um you are i don't know it's just you're so much more in the presence and you really feel like that you appreciate and the other person appreciates each other's body and the moment and just being together and feeling each other and sensing each other and 
um, that really brings up this this heart opening, this this flame in the heart, which kind of then raises, you know, the Kundalini energy, and then because the Kundalini energy then raises from below, from the flame below, up, up, up to the flame and the heart, and then these souls like the the merging of the male and female energy then happens energetically and the female and masculine are very they're starting to um, balance each out and in order to also cultivate that um, in order to be able to open your heart um, there is something to be said not just like within the intercourse going slow and being present and um yeah taking your time you know like uh, doing all kind of foreplay things but it is also about your the state the sort of the emotion the mental emotional state of your heart so in Chinese medicine the heart is being torn as a vessel and the vessel is empty it is empty to hold our soul because if it's filled with thoughts and emotions it cannot really feel it cannot fully anchor the beauty and the essence of our soul. So it's ideally to always be empty. And um, there is this concept of having a mind in the heart, which fills the heart, right? Which <laughs> makes it too full to fully anchor the soul fire. So um, we call this like the year of the, the year is the, the mind, the spirit of discipline, which in Chinese medicine is um, attributed to thinking and overthinking, things like that. But um, it's this idea that if your heart is full with thoughts, like if you, uh, that's what I'm saying, if you're full with conditioning, like if you think, oh, I'm not looking good right now, or I'm not allowed to do that, or does he really love me, or, you know, if, you, if you're not really um, centered in yourself, or if you if you have the shopping list, right, <laughs> if you have the shopping list in your heart, <laughs> or... Um, or all these, or if your heart is filled with uh, the sexual trauma, right, that you might have experienced, or if it's filled with the heart pain from previous relationships, you know, from horrible breakups, if you haven't worked through that. If your heart is filled with fear, that is the other thing, like this, um, the twin flame within, like the lower twin flame reproductive organ is also the center of fear. And fear can only be balanced with love. These are the two big in the yeah. These are the, like the yin and yang of planet Earth, of the universe as well. The yin and yang emotions, and if your heart is also filled with fear, like fear of being rejected, fear of um, I don't know, not not looking beautiful, fear of not like for men. I mean, I'm right now talking a lot from female perspective but of course for men also fear of not performing right like and men i mean men have to be on so much right they have to they have to be a lot in their male energy of do things achieve things like be successful you know be provider be this and this and that perform you know always be on always be ready like um that also, of course, makes the heart heavy, right? So um, if the heart is filled with that kind of fear, then there is no place for the love. And you already have the fear anyway, within, below. So you kind of, ideally, really, you need to cultivate that empty space. That's why it's important to work through your conditioning, to work through your relationship fears, to work through your own 
uh, idea of um, how sexy you are, you know, <laughs> like how how acceptable is your body to yourself? How how comfortable how comfortable are you in your body? You know how. Yeah, how do you do you feel safe? That is another thing, right? This can't happen. Like the two twin flames within can't happen if you do not feel safe in this intercourse uh, situation. Same, I think, um, if you do not really feel a love from the other person, I don't think it can happen either. So, um, so it's cultivating this empty space and cultivating it through a quiet mind, through energy exercises, through meditation, through whatever you need, through working, using art or whatever to work through all the thoughts that are happening to you, <laughs> all the emotions we are experiencing all the time, all the thoughts, doing like mindfulness, you know, like I'm always saying meditation is not for everybody. Some people are just like being how, how they are is mindful right they are they are meditation in their work and when they cook and when they create something when they uh, when they do gardening i don't know but just working with that you know cultivating the empty heart so that the soul can really come forward and can really ignite the fire <laughs> that fire and that you have then these two flames within you that then lead to this uh, huge amazing a heart, a heart kidney, heart reproductive, heart uh, sexual energy merging, and then the soul merging, which is such a uh, so beautiful. So yeah, I think I'm looking at the time. Yes, <laughs> it's a long podcast. Uh, it was fun though. Yes, fun. So, but wrapping it up. So wrapping it up, <laughs> so we discussed the spiritual practice of lovemaking of sex is really a sacred union of two souls who come together in love and under free will. And it's important to always respect the free will for the other person and for yourself. So make sure you can be a free will so that speaks to not being intoxicated <laughs> with anything and then uh, who basically ignite the two fires within meaning that you hold space in your heart for meeting the other person's soul and that you make sure that you have space in your heart so that you freed yourself of any kind of conditioning of fears of guilt of shame of blame especially for yourself so that you cannot just feel the crazy <laughs> lust and the crazy excitement which is all great <laughs> which is all good and, and important but did you also feel that deep deep uh, soul connection in eternal love thanks so much for listening if you want to book a reiki session with me a distant reiki session in the comfort of your own home you can head over to my website taowisdom.net 
Um, I'm also super curious uh, about your comments, how you found this episode, any inspiration, any questions you have, head over to my social media account, um, Instagram Tao Wisdom Healing, or my Facebook account on Tao Wisdom and leave me your thoughts. And without further ado, I wish you a lovely day and see you next time.